Hello, this is God's Loving Sacrifice, and I'm GLS. Well, this is my Christmas story that I want to talk to you about. When I was a child, my mother, my aunt, used to read to us a lot. My mom read a lot of poetry to me. But every Christmas Eve, she would tell a visit from St. Nick and the story in Luke about Jesus' birth. And then she'd read a poem called Annie and Willie's Prayer. I absolutely love this poem. My aunt's name was Mary, and in the poem it talks about an Aunt Mary, so that made it special. But it also has a very, very good meaning to it. And so tonight I want to read it to you, and hopefully you'll enjoy it and maybe play it for your children or your family for Christmas this year. Here's Annie and Willie's Prayer. Annie and Willie's Prayer was written in 1884 by Sophie E. Snow, and it was put into the Library of Congress copyright on July 3rd, 1984. And here is the poem, Annie and Willie's Prayer. "'Twas the eve before Christmas, good night had been said, and Annie and Willie had crept into bed. There were tears on their pillows and tears in their eyes, and each little bosom was heaving with sighs. For tonight their stern father's command had been given that they should retire precisely at seven, instead of at eight, where they troubled him more with questions unheard of than ever before. He told them he thought this delusion a sin, no creature as Santa Claus ever had been, and he hoped after this he should never more hear how he scrambled down chimneys with presents each year. And this was the reason that two little heads so restlessly tossed on their soft downy beds. Eight, nine, and the clock on the steeple told ten. Not a word had been spoken by either till then. When Willie sat faced from the blanket did peep and whispered, Dear Annie, is oo fast asleep? Why, no, Brother Willie. A sweet voice replied, I've long tried in vain, but I can't shut my eyes. For somehow it makes me so sorry because dear Papa has said there is no Santa Claus. Now we know that there is and it can't be denied, for he came every year before Mama died. But then I've been thinking how she used to pray and God would hear everything Mama would say. And maybe she asked him to send Santa Claus here with the sack full of presents he brought every year. Well, why can't we play just as Mama did then and what does end in more presents then? I've been thinking so too. And without a word more, four little bare feet bounded out on the floor. And four little knees the soft carpet pressed and two tiny hands were clasped close to each breast. Now, Willie, you know we must firmly believe that the presents we ask for are sure to receive and you must wait very still till I say the Amen. And by that you will know that your turn has come then. Dear Jesus, look down on my brother and me, and grant us the favor we're asking of thee. I want a wax dolly, a tea set, a ring, and an ebony workbox that shuts with a spring. Bless Papa, dear Jesus, and cause him to see that Santa Claus loves us as much as does he. Don't let him get fretful and angry again, dear Brother Willie and Annie. Amen. Please, Jesus, at Santa Claus, come down tonight and bring us some presents before it is I. 
I want he shifted me a nice little sled with bright shiny gunners and all painted red. Fox full of candy and book and toy, a man in Dindesis, I'll be a good boy. Their prayers being ended, they raised up their heads, with hearts light and cheerful again soft their beds. They were soon lost in slumber, both peaceful and deep, and with fairies in dreamland were roaming in sleep. Eight nine in the little French clock had struck ten, ere the father had thought of his children again. He seems now to hear Annie's half-suppressed sighs and see the big tears stand in Willie's blue eyes. I was harsh with my darlings, he mentally said, and should not have sent them so early to bed. But then I was troubled, my feelings found vent, for bank stops today had gone down ten percent. But of course they've forgotten their troubles ere this, and that I denied them their tristastral kiss. But just to make sure, hostile up to their door, for I've never spoke harsh to my children before. So saying, he softly ascended the stairs and arrived at the door to hear both of their prayers. His Annie's blessed papa brought forth a big tear, and Willie's grave promise fell sweet on his ears. Strange, strange, I'd forgotten, he said with a sigh, how I longed when a child to have Christmas draw nigh. I'll atone for my harshness, he inwardly said, by answering their prayers ere I sleep in my bed. Then he turned to the sayers, and he softly went down through all velvet slippers and silk dressing gown, donned hat, coat, and boots, and was out in the street, the millionaire facing the cold driving sleep. Nor stopped he until he had bought everything, from the box full of candy to the tiny gold ring. Indeed, he kept adding so much to his store that the various presents outnumbered his score. And homeward he turned with his holiday load, and with Aunt Mary's help in the nursery bestowed. Miss Dolly was seated beneath a pine tree by the side of the table spread out for her tea. A workbox well fitted in the center was laid, and on it the ring for which Annie had prayed. A soldier in uniform stood by the sled with bright shining runners and all painted red. There were balls, dogs, and horses, books pleasing to see, and birds of all colors were perched on the tree, while Santa Claus laughing stood up on the top as if getting ready more presents to drop. Now as the fond father the picture surveyed, he thought for his trouble he had amply been paid, and he said to himself as he brushed off a tear, I'm happier tonight than I've been for a year. I've enjoyed more true pleasure than ever before. What care I of bank stocks fall 10% more? Hereafter, I think I'll make it a rule, I believe, to have Santa Claus visit us each Christmas Eve. So thinking, he gently extinguished the light, and tripping downstairs, he retired for the night. As soon as the beams of the bright morning sun put the darkness to flight and the stars one by one, four little blue eyes out of sleep opened wide, and at the same moment their presence espied. Then out of their beds they sprang with a bound, the very gifts prayed for were all of them found. They laughed in their pride and their innocent glee and shouted for Papa to come and see. See what presents old Santa Claus brought in the night, just the things that they wanted and left before light. And now added Annie in a voice soft and low, you believe there's a Santa Claus, Papa, I know while dear little Willie climbed up on his knee, determined no secret between them should be. 
and told in soft whispers how Annie had said that their dear blessed mama so long ago dead, used to kneel down and pray by the side of their chair, and that God up in heaven had answered her prayer. Then we dot up and prayed us as well as we could, and God answered our prayers. Now wasn't he good? I should say that he was if he sent you all these and knew just what presents my children would please. Well, well, let him think so, the dear little elf. It would be cruel to tell him I did it myself. Blind father who caused your stern heart to relent and the hasty words spoken so soon to repent. Was the being who bade you steal softly upstairs and made you his agent to answer their prayers. Merry Christmas. Thank you.